That is the sound of the end of an abbreviated week. I'm Jerry D. Sexton. I'm here with Nick Houseman. Nick, the holiday has me all thrown off timing-wise. Are you are you feeling similarly? Um, no, I don't know. I kind of feel normal, although normal is not normal anyway. So maybe I feel the way, the way you're describing all the time. You don't feel like this week is just sped by at light speed? I mean, I guess, you know, there is a, there is something to that. Yeah, I, I can I can see what you mean, but that, that is my life, Jared. Oh, I'm not mine too. All right, good. I'm glad we're on the same page. Welcome to the Weekender edition of the Muckrake Podcast. I'm Jared D.H. Sexton. I'm here with Nick Houseman. For everybody's information, you're in your car. I am. I'm in my really quiet car, isn't it? That sounds quiet here, doesn't it? I, I'm the one who's always in this car. <laughs> I know. Well, listen, there, things have to happen. I have to drive to San Diego. I'm in, by the way, lovely, lovely La Jolla, by the way, just beautiful place. Couldn't, couldn't be better. Well, we're so glad you could make it. And we're so glad that y'all are tuning in. A reminder, if you want to listen the whole weekender podcast, go to patreon.com slash podcast supports the show. You get an extra show every week. Again, we're going to answer questions from our listeners. They're fantastic. Once again, that's patreon.com slash podcast. Nick, we got a jam-packed show. Uh, things in Georgia have gotten weird. Things with uh, 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 James O'Keefe and Project Veritas. I, I One of my favorite um, rundowns in a while in terms of what happened there. But first, Nick, we have to talk about um, the, the hell site that is Twitter X, whatever we want to call it. Elon Musk, who continues to be radicalized in public uh, at speeds that defy the imagination, uh, has recently blamed the Anti-Defamation League, the ADL. That's right. The group that tracks anti-Semitic attacks and conspiracy theories and hatred. He has blamed them for what he calls a 60% ad decline on Twitter. He has said that he plans on suing them, that they're behind uh, all of the problems that are going on on Twitter. Um, Rightfully, everyone has called this an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory because, uh, let me check my notes, it is. Um, What do you think about this, Nick? I, I, I think it's telling in a lot of different ways. It's also indicative of what's happening in our culture right now. But uh, to see Elon making an anti-Semitic uh, accusation so obviously and so clear, I, I, it's, it's, it's a little staggering until you realize, well, we're living when we are. You know, it, it's been eye opening for me uh, directly. Um, the Leo Frank thing had popped up. And if you don't really know about it, you can look it up. It was a, a court case from the early 1900s uh, where a Jewish guy was uh, ripped out of uh, jail and hung because he was acquitted or uh, I think from the uh, no, he was found guilty, whatever. He was going to get acquitted from the uh, from the charges. And uh, the townsfolk were so upset about that that they wanted to hang the guy. The ADL comes in like later and tries to say that like he actually was was innocent, like it was a weird uh, trial. But what I weighed in on that, I dipped my toe into this because this is a few weeks ago. And just really quickly, the ADL, like, you know, growing up was it's like, you know, how the WHO or the uh, yeah uh, WHO or the CDC. These used to be things that were impeccable, like their reputations. They were there to help people and no one would ever have thought anything different. And now they become such vilified uh, entities. And the ADL apparently has been a lightning rod. I had no yep. idea. Yep. And so um, when I dip my toe and say, well, you know, there's a, there's evidence that perhaps, the, you know, that he wasn't guilty of this thing. Um, man, it filled my timeline for a while. For day- It's even now. It's still, you know, and it's a lot of anti-Semitic stuff. 
Um, so it opened my eyes to the fact that there is a lot of this hatred towards uh, institutions that are really just there to, to try and keep hate off of these platforms. And they come with receipts. It's not like they're making shit up. You can show the tweets that are anti-Semitic. You can show the rise of the tweets that are anti-Semitic. That's what's so galling. And who, guess who is the one guy who knows the, how many tweets are on the platform that are anti-Semitic? Yeah, it's it's the guy. And for the record, for people who don't know about this, one of the reasons the ADL has become a lightning rod is because, you know, there's been a political function there. Obviously, they're trying to keep anti-Semitism off platforms like this. They're trying to keep track of, uh, you know, all of these issues and and, and basically to, to point out when these things are, are problematic. And then there are other times where, of course, you get into Israeli politics, the Palestinian situation. There are plenty of reasons to sit here and talk about, like, whether or not this group is always on target or they're not. To say that they're working behind the scenes, and 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 if you might remember this, Nick, Elon uh, kind of debuted his anti-Semitism by going after George Soros, right? It was like George Soros is like Magneto. He's trying to destroy culture. He's trying to destroy civilization. Um, that is that is like entry-level anti-Semitism, right? That's <laughs> something that you start to learn on Fox News. And then all of a sudden you start hanging around with like some harder guys. You know what I mean? Like you, And, and this is what happens as radicalization takes place. I want to ask you something uh, because you 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 were talking about your experience with this. You know, you're 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 a guy. You've lived in you lived in America for years now. You 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 have Jewish heritage. Do, did you feel like this stuff like in the past, or is this like a brand new experience? Because I I had noticed like when you dealt with this, you were actually pretty shocked. And to sort of experience it, I have to imagine it, it it's got to be bracing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had never experienced that before. And, you know, it's possible. that. And, and by the way, I had seen I'd seen like a lot of the people on Twitter, you know, they add the three parentheses around right. their names. Right. And I'd, so I'd seen that, which indicated to me that like they are trying to like almost like spit in the face of the people who want to use that symbol as, as you know. Um, and so so I was aware of something that was never, ever directly. And, you know, even uh, ever so often, maybe something would pop up. But um, I am willing to believe that when the ADL says that there is an increase in hate speech on oh, yeah. Twitter, on X, I will be willing to believe that. And I, cause again, it's really difficult to, uh, as any kind of entity, bring up these kind of charges unless you are showing the receipts. Um, and by the way, it's not behind the scenes. Like, you know, they're talking about how ADL is behind the scenes doing all stuff. It's in front. They told yes. everybody that they went to advertisers and said, you shouldn't yeah. advertise on this platform because it's filled with this. And last time I checked, it's pretty clear to me that there's a direct connection between the hate speech that you see there and actual violence in the streets. Am I, am I wrong? Well, I, I, you know, it's, it's not like Elon and his friends had to discover a protocol of elders oh, of Zion having a meeting discussing how they were going to use the media in order to screw him. You know, what, what's happening here is the same thing that has happened now for millennia. Which is, and, and particularly in the last couple of centuries, a white man, a wealthy, powerful white man screwed up. And because he is white and wealthy and powerful, he can't even conceive, Nick, that it's his fault. Like what we're watching is Elon Musk, like so many of the people around him and like so many people on the right now, he's having a complete and utter personal, emotional, mental health breakdown, right? And he can't even fathom that he has lost the money that he has. The reason why Twitter has lost its value, first of all, is because he bought it. 
right? Like it, it was on the market and they were like looking around for someone to buy. He bought it. That was like the baseline for what somebody would pay for Twitter. What's happened since then? He threw shit at the walls and no one else is interested in it. No one's interested in putting advertisements on this. I don't know about you, but the advertisements I get are things that like probably should be on TV, like public access at like three or four in the morning, you know, back in the 1990s. Like he has driven this thing down. Every corporation that he's in charge of, every business he's in charge of is suffering because he's incompetent, he's offensive, he doesn't listen to anybody, and he's gone off the rails. But because he is a white, wealthy, powerful man, like I said, for millennia, for centuries, the easiest thing in the world to do is to blame Jews. That's it. That's what happens when you are of that persuasion. You either look in the mirror and you say, I did something wrong. I need to do something better. I need to own up for this. Or obviously there's somebody who's coming after me and there's a conspiracy. And this is the easiest track to go down. Uh, you know, I don't know if you mentioned, did, did, did you, he came up with a percentage yes. of how much of the, of the, of the loss is due to the ADL and them going, he, I think he said 60% was what he wanted to argue. Was he said 60%, Nick, which I would go ahead and say that comes from the exact same brain palace that Donald Trump created. What was it? 3 million people who didn't vote for him or who mm -hmm. were made up in the 2016 election. It's whatever you want it to be. It's, it's, right. you know, how many angels can you fit on the pin? That's the question. Yeah, it's it's just it's like disgusting because you're right. And by the way, he didn't buy Twitter because it was just like for sale and there was huh. a price out there. He outbid nobody no. <laughs> by orders of magnitude. He overpaid and he knew he overpaid for this. And he and here's because the thing: the court made him right. Exactly right. He I mean, he got far so enough. Egregious. A court made him buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you jump in the pool with no pants on. You have to you get the ticket, you know, you get the public indecency ticket. That's what's going to happen. So um, here's the thing, uh, you know, because what's, what's even more frightening and a bigger overall picture is that did he buy this to to do what he's doing with misinformation in the platform ahead of the 2024 election? Because that's a conspiracy theory. I get it. But like at some point, it's it's going to be a, a, a factor. Right. We're really going to have a problem with misinformation going on all around what's going to happen in next year's election. So this is not going to help whether or not it was intentional or not. But I think it is. I think he certainly is intentionally saying we must have, quote unquote, free speech. And that means that anybody can say whatever they want, no matter how hateful it is. I mean, that, that, you know, they, they want to get to the N word. They want to get to the K word, I suppose, we're talking about Jews. It's like this is where we're moving towards, and it's it's just so frustrating. And you've been listening to a free preview of our Patreon-exclusive Weekender show. If you want to get in on all the fun and get that bonus episode every week, not to mention exclusive content, uh, live hangouts, question and answer sessions. We're even going to do some of these live so you can come and watch how the sausage is made. All you have to do is go over to patreon.com slash podcast. On top of that, you get to hang out with the Muckrake community, which are a really good group of people. So you should do that. That is patreon.com slash podcast. We'll see everybody next week. Thank <laughs> you.